Screen sound. Screen sound. Screen sound. Screen sound. Screen sound. Hello listeners and welcome to Screen Sound, the brand new Phoenix Media and Phoenix Radio produced podcast with your hosts Ryan Parker and Duncan Towner. This is a Phoenix Media podcast talking about various entertainment properties, music to television and radio. You can listen to us fortnightly on the Phoenix Media Spotify page as we bring to you all of the latest and greatest theories and opinions in pop culture. So stick around and maybe you'll learn a thing or two. And most importantly, don't forget to enjoy the show. Woo! Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Screen Sound. How are you doing, Duncan Town? It's been far too long, mate. Far too long. Far too long, indeed. We've just come back off of our break. We worked on a few things in between. But first, you know what? I'm going to introduce you. This is Duncan Towner. This is my co-host of Screen Sound. And my name is Ryan Parker. And what episode is this? Five? Five. We have come so far, haven't episode we? Episode five of Screen Sound, the brand new hit podcast in screen and sound. Who just thought? Film, you know? Film. Some music. Some TV. Some popular culture. There's you tons know? of things we're talking about. And let's just get things started. There's been quite a few announced lately. It's true. A few things. There's quite a few big things. In here fact. and there. Yeah, so the first thing was Deadpool 3. I, we knew that was happening for a while now. It's true. It's true. But uh, there, was it a week now? It's it was been a week ago, a week. yeah. So a week ago, Ryan Reynolds just, you know, pops up, posts a little video for Deadpool 3. All right? I'm opening my phone. Duncan sent it to me in the morning, so I instantly watch it. First thing I do when I wake up, I saw Deadpool 3. I was like, all right, let's go. Let's see what he's doing. I watched this video that Duncan sent me here. Ryan Reynolds doing a little tangent, talking about what he doesn't know what to do for Deadpool 3. He's sitting there in his Deadpool suit, just clapping away at his uh, typewriter. And then Hugh Jackman walks past in the background and he says, Hugh, do you want to come back and uh, play Wolverine again? And he says, yeah, sure, Ryan. And man, was that great. And I, I will always love you. Yeah, we no, are not amazing. Whitney Houston, clearly. We cannot hit those high notes. No, it's great. Uh, Hugh Jackman being back. Great, great. Very exciting. I'm so yeah. glad. Yeah. <laughs> and it is all releasing September 6, 2024, on my birthday in a couple exactly. of years. But, uh, it's a very happy birthday for me. Did you realize? Yeah, well, you're born on a great day. The reason is because September 6, 2024 is six slash nine. A. And I'm pretty sure that's intentional. Yeah. I would be assuming, even though American, like, it's calendar's nine, backwards. Yeah. But for us, it's 69. Yeah. And 24, you swap well, some numbers around mm. there, you get something else. <laughs> so, you know. I'm, we'll leave I'm it to really the imagination. Excited. Yeah. Yeah, figure it out yourself. You're not stupid. I have faith in you guys. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not the only thing. The Last of Us TV series Ooh. finally dropped a trailer. Ooh. I'm excited for that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, I have a few thoughts about it. Um, so, I like the grounded, realistic aspect of it. I like the... It's obvious there's quality there. Especially in that shot when they're going through the city 
and it's raining and there's storm and there's broke it's just completely destroyed right yeah only thing about that there's kind of like um there's kind of like you know it looks like a video game we're always going to associate with the video game that's going to be the problem but it kind of like the cg and all that kind of looks like a video game i feel it's hard to distinguish you know that it's actually shot in camera you know yeah we're just we're always just match everything by frame just go that looks like the game that looks like a game that looks yeah, like a game but it's just like the atmosphere and aesthetic of it i kind of felt as though i mean correct me if you think i'm wrong but the the rest of the trailer was great i loved the look the feel the vibe the it's just the CG stuff. I don't know. There was a certain lack of... I don't know. I know it's obviously it's not finished, but uh, with what they showed us, it's just... It kind of looked a little cartoonish in I some we'll aspects. I guess we'll have to like wait and see. Yeah. I'm not sure if that clicker was practical like with makeup or, or it everything. It didn't seem like it looked practical to me. I thought it looked a little practical, but maybe that's just my own well, dumb eyes. Well, I did see aspects of practicality it's probably a mix let's be real it's probably a mix uh but the the teeth and all of that yeah i was like okay but the the rest of it it kind of did look a bit cg to me yeah i don't know i'm not a giant cg like gripe i mean everyone I've, does I've great work she hulk and yeah. that has some questionable cg i haven't watched she hulk since the megan the stallion twerk scene <laughs> and that that is just completely that there's no reason behind that. I wasn't mad at it. I was like, okay, I get what you're doing. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun. I'm not mad about it. It's not for everyone. You know, I I maybe was hoping for something a little different to what they're doing, but I mean, yeah, it, it's just, it's there. It's there. And I'm going to continue watching it. I know Daredevil's in the new episode yeah. tonight. And I think today is well by night really yeah okay that i'm gonna watch straight away mm, i've heard lots of good stuff about it yeah and i'll be watching that by tonight, michael that's for Giacchino, sure. yeah composer yeah so he did the batman spider-man he's a very good composer incredibles star trek mission impossible he did incredibles the first one yeah wow and second do you do the planet of the apes movies too i think he did yeah yeah because that makes sense of why he'd be with matt reeves yeah yeah okay I'm really excited for that. The third trailer as well, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Yes. I loved it. Yeah. I loved how grand and epic it felt. You see, I'll, I'll tell you a story really quickly. I was not excited for this film at all. Uh, when they announced it, I was like, all right, look, it's a touchy subject. I mean, you either recast or you just continue forward. Uh, I was a little weary about what they're going to be doing. I was like, look, making a Black Panther movie without Chadwick Boseman. Either way, you're going to have backlash. Yeah. But this trailer proved to me that I was wrong. Both mm. of the trailers, actually, because I saw both of them and the grand epic scale. And it's just, there's a thing with Marvel that's going on right now. And it's kind of just like the movies you're watching don't feel like films. I feel as though it's been that way since Endgame for me. Yeah, after Endgame, they just felt a little bit... Well, I, you know, everyone loved Shang-Chi, or Shang-Chi, sorry. And Shang-Chi, for me, he was... It was good to me. I was like, yeah, I get enjoyment out of this, but it didn't feel like a film. Spider-Man felt like a film. 
Because it was way more of an event. I wouldn't even say that. It's just like the grounded aspects of those story, like uh, Peter when he loses Aunt May. Yeah. You know, that to me was shot very well. A lot Mm. of CG and stuff. Say what you want. But that grounded storytelling is what kind of reeled me back in with that movie. I guess it's because it's something a lot of people can sort of relate to, just losing a loved one. Yeah, and there's a lot of heart behind that film as well. Mm. Like, the people working on it, the the returning actors, they all had something fueling them for that movie. It wasn't just there. Whereas I feel like Shang-Chi and all of that was kind of just there. And that's why I'm so excited for the next phase i feel like this one was kind of a tester to see how the shows and all of that would work i feel like this is a way more phase three or four like we're in phase four now yeah yeah it's way more of an experimental one like we're seeing a lot more mm. just yearning out like the less common stuff like with shang chi we got more of a kung fu movie doctor strange was a horror mm. film mm. and i'll talk more about like changing styles later but yeah well yeah we should definitely get back to this but what with going back to black panther there seems to be stakes and a story that I am starting to understand. You know, mm. they've lost their king. They're moving on with their queen. And, you know, the ideas of the two tribes with the Atlanteans, which I'm not sure they'll be calling them in this. I think they're changing it a bit. I don't even yeah. think Namor is named Namor. But hey. the character of Namor, you see his actual flappy wings yeah. on his feet in this one, which was cool. But the ideas of a tribal society two different tribal societies uh worshiping different gods and one is this giant advanced you know civilization civilization with high tech and all of this sort of stuff and then there's also uh the atlanteans which are you know they've got spears and bows and arrows and all of that stuff and the culmination of this event the atlanteans bringing the water to wakanda is really cool to me yeah i think this i'm more excited for this than avatar for sure and they're both water related movies (laughs) i am looking forward to avatar as well like when i watched the trailer for the first time Mm. watching doctor strange it felt like oh this this is gonna be good yeah, exactly. It feels epic. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, anything too, like, new and unique. You just need a good, fun movie to just absorb yourself into. Yeah. I mean, I I had issues with Doctor Strange in that. It's like, I didn't hate them, but they didn't they didn't resonate with me at all. But I feel like Doctor Strange could have been a bit, bit better written, but had the best direction behind it. I found out recently that that film after losing its director, was written in three weeks. Yeah. Which explains a lot. It does. They need to start putting more care and effort into what they're working on, which is why I'm so excited for things like Black Panther and the new Ant-Man and Guardians. Mm. And they're changing things, which is fine. I keep changing things, keep moving forward. But uh, yeah, do what you're doing with Black Panther. Put some effort in and just really trust your team working on it. Yeah, I can definitely put a bit bit of trust behind Ryan Coogler exactly. and Peyton Reed. I think that's what his name is, the director mm, of Ant-Man. Yes. James Gunn, of course. He yes. is a legend. Exactly. Um, instead, they're getting these directors like Sam Raimi and giving him a script that was completed in three weeks. You yeah. Know? It's like just and I think for what put he, some care in. Yeah. 
I think he put as much care as he could, you know. Yeah. It definitely shows with oh, yeah. so much horror influence behind yeah, that 100%, film. Yeah, 100%. Which it was supposed to be even scarier originally. Yeah. The Scott Derrickson script of Nightmare and all of that horror elements to it. They had to cut so much. I mean, Marvel needs to branch out more, which is why Secret Invasion, Werewolf by Night, the things coming up now I'm more excited for than what they were doing previously. Yeah. yeah. I do agree. Hmm. But, you know, this is also a great segue to, is changing style good? Now, I always feel like changing style is always, especially in music, we're just going to change it to music, it's mm-hmm. always a good idea for an artist to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, take Kanye, for example. He's never really done the same thing twice. Yeah. Because he's done, like, a lot of jazzy raps. Exactly. Before changing to, like, this electronic fuel stuff with graduation, then... Sad boy auto tune with 808s and heartbreak, mm-hmm. then this grand sad, my beautiful Doctor Fantasy before what hearing what McDonald's Sprite sounds like with <laughs> Jesus, which is my favorite Kanye album, just because yeah. it's just so wild and mm-hmm. loud and just so different from what we got at the time. Yeah, then we exactly. have like that very abstract uh, Life of Pablo. I would call it very abstract. It's kind of like choirish. Yeah. uh, What's a good word to describe that? Gospel. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of goes into Jesus as King as well. Yeah. Yeah. And Don does its own thing. Yeah. I I wouldn't know how to describe it. It's kind of like a bit of a best of Kanye thing mixed in with a bunch of other weird stuff. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Then Donda right. 2, well, it's Donda 2. Is that even out on anything? No. No, yeah. See, I, I'm i not going to listen to it until it's out. Yeah. If he does release it on anything else. The thing is, Kanye's behaviours as well, like, you don't know what he's going to do next. Like, Yeah, it's a rat. <laughs> just imagine you hear, oh my gosh, Kanye just ordered a biscuit from Popeyes without yeah, a drink. I'm never going to trust him ever since Yandi. Yeah. Yandi, when he didn't release Yandi and uh, he went to Africa to go touch sand, uh, that's his quote, not mine. Um, that, you know, to me, I'm not going to trust him. I'll see things when it's out and be and like, oh, I'll judge it then. 2018 Kanye was just... Well, he is a prime example of why changing style is good. You see, because yeah. to me, I think changing style is important to move with the times and move forward and try new things. I think if we get the same thing over and over again, we're going to get sick of it, which is the same with Marvel. Yeah. They're trying new things. It, you know, false starts are fine. Just and, keep going. And forward. sometimes sticking, if you're like expected to, it's fine. Like we don't want Adele to be making, you know, just uh, electronic rap beats. Yeah. We want her to be doing piano ballads. That's true. We want Pusha T to be doing songs about That's <laughs> doing fair. drugs and coke. We want, want Bruno Mars to be doing these luscious beats. Well, I f- you see, this is the thing. I like when an artist branches out. And I'll give you a prime example of uh, XXX Tentacion. He did this album. What was it? Oh, was it the album 17, maybe it's called? But there's a song on it. And, oh, the name's escaping me. But it's just this hard rock ballad. And he's just doing screamo over it. And Mm. due to the different nature of it and his lyrics and mixing it in with the rap, that was my favorite song on the album. It's like a minute and ten seconds left. I think, personally, if you... 
I see where you're coming from with their, they should stick to their roots to a degree. I definitely agree with that. It's yeah, like Tyler going out there. Yeah, because if he still kept doing Goblin and and Wolf, we would have just you have sort to of move with the times. Off. But then he sort of did Cherry Bomb, which was a bit weirder. Then mm. he went to like that jazz era of uh, Flower Boy and Igor, which yeah. is not even a rap album. I'd say well, it's just a. It's more of an R&B soul album with some rapping in it. Yeah, I mean, the... the You've got to move with the times. You cannot yeah. slow down and just do the same thing. This is this is why when you're on TikTok, you watch trends die. Because yeah. people will stick to something and then just continue with it. And that, yeah, that'll give you that initial success. But you need to go forward and prove that you are worth it. listening to it. You see that with YouTubers as well. Like, yeah. if we... Exp- Rice Gum, he constantly just made the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Vlogs about him just flexing on us. Mm. And we just got sick of it. Exactly. Aiden Ross was making, you know, streams with famous people. And now it's like, what famous person has he got on next? I don't know. They yeah. might be Adele or whoever. It's just, I don't care. You're not doing anything different. You should always be trying to do something different and just push forward and make That's new content. That's why I kind of appreciate, like, PewDiePie in a way. Like, he's always done, like, he's, something different each time. Like, he's now he's definitely this, like, moved with his audience. Sort of. He grew up in a way. Like, yeah. early 2010s, he was doing these loud Let's Plays and mm. horror games. Mm. Then he sort of just went to that random era. Yeah. The more meme sort of edgy era. And now he's in this sort of, like, chill, just vlogging with occasional games era. When people get oversaturated with content, they will start to fall off. Your viewership will fall off, which is why Marvel needs to continue changing. It's quite telling that we haven't had a billion-dollar movie from Marvel yet this year. In fact, the only billion-dollar film we had was Top Gun. True. That's very true. Does that include Spider-Man? Spider-Man was a billion-dollar film, right? That was last year. Yeah, that was last year, end of December. Okay. So that didn't have much time to make it to a billion, but it did make it. This year... We only had what some... Marvel movies came out this year? Uh, Doctor Strange yeah. and Thor. Oh, wow. Okay, you see, this is the thing. I don't... I literally just forgot what had came out this year. Uh, yeah, Thor didn't feel... I didn't feel much from it. Yeah, I laughed it was, a few times. It was the goats fun, were funny. but it wasn't like a... I didn't enjoy as much as Ragnarok. It, it wasn't a blend of that comedy that but comedy drama. and drama yeah. i felt like they let taika go a bit too wild with the comedy i think they just i feel like he just didn't really want to make this film yeah I, it just didn't seem very passionate so when taika is passionate you can tell yeah i mean look at hunt for the wilder people and jojo rabbit jojo rabbit yeah it what seems like shadows it seems like he had one film that he got to do for Marvel. He went off, he made a Jojo Rabbit, and then he was obligated to come back for the next door. That's what it felt like. It kind of did feel like that. Which is why they need to stop doing this long contracts, which is why Mm. they have with actors. So they have freedom. They should, to me. Another thing is, like, people complain about, like, Oh, you should go back to this style, but they the artist wants to do what they want to do. Like exactly the weekend, like people are complaining, like oh, go back to the trilogy era when mm-hmm. you're homeless and on the yeah. streets and like pretty much a kid yeah. doing drugs and mm. and alcohol and everything mm. that's messed up and just like no, he's just doing this like fun dance pop ascended sort of stuff yeah. now. Yeah, the weekend is a prime example as well of moving with the times. You will notice that all of these successful artists will change their sound. 
constantly. But sometimes if they just try to accommodate everyone, it can go a bit weird, like Drake. That's very true. That's very true. Drake. I cannot stand Drake. Yeah, like, I like a few of his stuff, but sometimes it just blends in together for me. Like, even if it's something a little bit different for him, it still sounds the same. His flows, I cannot tell apart. I can't tell which song is which. The Like, his albums just flood and just become the same thing for me. They're different, but they're too similar to at the same time to me. I think Drake needs, like, at least one or two producers on an album better songwriters and like he needs a concise vision <laughs> he needs a mentor <laughs> to me he needs a mentor yeah yeah i get <laughs> what <laughs> he should do a collaboration with danny brown yeah he should get kendrick to ghostwrite all his lyrics <laughs> uh, to, to me i would i would say that's the only thing that would make him more interesting to me it just seems unmotivated i'm about success and all of that sort of yeah. thing like carl dj Khaled. I never care about what he's doing. He's ever. A, he needs to make mysterious music. They, they don't. They don't make they mysterious music. They don't do music. anything differently to me, to the to the audience. They just make hits that are going to be popular for everyone. And they get like, they put out an album and they get like one song out of eight, and no one knows the other eight. You see, I could list at least seven, six songs from each Tyler album that's come out that I enjoy thoroughly. Mm. Kendrick. I could list a couple songs from every album that yeah. I enjoy thoroughly. Danny Brown, Kanye. Mm. If I would ask you from honestly, never mind. I know you're more of a music fan than the average person. I know you love your music. If I were to say to you, give me five songs you thoroughly enjoyed from honestly, never mind. Would you be able to? No. What about CLB? I could say one. Knife Talk. There we go. That's one song. Could you list four? Wait. All right. Could you list five songs from... Honestly, never mind. From the track list. Could you list five songs from Tyler's Call Me If You Get Lost? Corso, Massa, What's Your Name, Mm -hmm. um, Lemonhead. Yep. And what was the name of the song they did with Juggernaut? There you go. There you go. Could you list five songs from Damn? Damn? Yeah. Yeah, Humble. DNA is not Humble, is it? Uh, (laughs) Damn, sorry. DNA is in Damn. DNA is in Damn. Uh, is it Triple X, the one with... Yeah, X-rated, yeah. X-rated, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's been ages since I've listened to this. You had to hit me with an old album. God damn it. Uh, ooh, what else could I get from Damn? That's three. Okay. Uh, I'll give you that. I'll just give you okay, that. three. I could list three. That's probably my least listened to Kendrick album. But My most listened to is probably Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Genuinely. Yeah. How about let's five stuff like that? Yeah, okay. Mirror, uh, Mr. Morale, uh, United and Grief. Uh, there's also Savior. And these aren't even my favorite ones. Why am I getting lost? And Mirror, Mr. Morale. Um, Savior. Oh, the Heart Pop 5 is now on the album yeah. as well. And you could also go like We Cry Together. Yeah, We Cry Together. That's a great one. N95. Yeah, N95. Yeah. Uh, Silent Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was... Uh, damn. Damn. Sometimes... <laughs> just... Damn the album. <laughs> Got him. I could list five songs off to Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah, exactly. All so... right. Uh, these Walls. <laughs> yeah, Institutionalized. Exactly. exactly. And that is the difference between all of these artists that don't do anything but try and please everyone. 
you know you have to move with the times you have to do things differently and yeah yeah do what you want Mm. just there are so many artists that feel unmotivated Mm. drake dj khaled are two of those people for me and nav despite being one of the greatest album artists of all time he he eh. and i also say travis scott he makes good music but they all kind of blend in it's true it's just these they don't psychedelic style. beats with spacey vocals that go, yeah, straight up. Yeah, I can't listen to that. It, um, I don't mind not Travis Scott song every mm. now and again, but he's not my favorite just because he has a very distinct style that he just hasn't released straight away from. Mm. Yeah, exactly right. But the good songs survive too, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Which brings on to the next segment. Mm-hmm. Our vibes better than like plot or lyrics, like in movies, games, TV, music. I have a very strong feeling about this one, but I want you to start. It has to be like something different. Like, if it's something unique mm-hmm. I, and something that's very intentionally vibey. Yeah. Yep. So, like, Euphoria, that is, like, a very vibey okay. show. Okay. Just based on, like, the cinematography, the lighting, mm. music, acting. Because mm. for, for TV and film, that's it. Like, Blade Runner, mm. like... Uh, it's very boring when you just pay attention to the plot, but if you just getting yourself lost into the really? world and just go like, Damn. I like, like, for some people it's going to be yeah. boring because okay. it's so All slow right. and you have to really pay attention. But if you're paying attention I'm to the plot. I'm sitting up in my chair right now. <laughs> welcome to hot takes. But if you're just letting yourself get lost in that cinematography uh-huh. the, the and the atmosphere of the world, yes. like especially in 2049 where... Mm. I watched that in, in a nearly empty theater with Dolby Atmos, mm. big screen. Yeah. I was just like, oh. And you this... called the story boring. I didn't even... I mean, personally, I don't think it's boring, but mm. for some people, it's going to be like, this is too long. And I felt okay. a little bit that way watching the first Blade Runner just because of the pacing. Okay. I'd, yeah. I'd say to a certain extent, like sometimes a shot might linger on a bit too long. Mm-hmm. But 2049 for me, it was film perfection. Okay. All right. I am going to don't hit me, please. Come out swinging at this one. I strongly, strongly disagree with uh, this, this, this segment. All right, you've thrown at me. Is vibes better than plot? I think the vibes come from plot, and you know this is where I'm going to put an idea forward to you right now, and you can you can listen to me. So Euphoria, when you watch it. You're not interested in the story at all? I'm interested, but I've heard from some people saying, like, they didn't really... The vibes are what keep you watching it? Yeah. The feeling of the show? Yeah, because... Yeah, I understand how it's a draw. I do understand that. And I... What I have to put out there first is these are things to complement the story. That is true, yeah, because... It's all about the narrative. Yeah, world building is... Mm part of the narrative like mm. i'd say like the best one the best world building ever seen was monsters inc because yeah. it felt so realized it's true it's true and you know the, there's another thing that i'll put out there and i'm gonna chuck video games at you right yeah video games are a good example of vibes because you are interacting with the world it's true but think of the best game that to you has blended graphics and and just become one of the biggest games in the world what would you think of ghost of tsushima ghost of tsushima okay that was like one of the most vibey games i can think of just because okay okay it combined the music it combined the storytelling the 
and the but the world. gameplay the gameplay is so good yeah it's not it's it's there to accentuate the content and the 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 actual heart of it to me it feels important that we have these vibes and stuff to accentuate what the actual object that's is that's actually a really good point and i feel Never as really though, thought of it that way yeah. i feel as though like the vibe of an album the vibe of a film the themes all of that are to accentuate what it actually means yeah you know yeah that's kind of how i feel about it do you have like a favorite album to vibe so you like you just put it on just relax and just go oh hmm. it's a very good question for me it's dawn fm okay that's a good album i understand that and you see music music to me is a thing where vibe is felt very strongly yeah yeah but it's kind of music is about how it makes you feel right yeah because me- so is film actually yeah so i see where you're coming from i do see where you're coming from it's hard to for like, me to see but i do see i yeah. do see where you're coming from i feel like and i see where you're coming from a bit more to be honest cause... yeah well i mean both points are very valid you, yeah everything you're saying is completely valid some people want to watch a movie for a vibe you know i may watch a movie differently for than i got the second idea does. from a video by this youtube called nathan zed yeah who said like he may not have the he saw the plot of the batman wasn't mm. like 100 like original or anything but it, yeah. the vibes of gotham city the acting the the music i understand that the world building yeah like but gotham, is that complemented by the script yeah they're so well written these characters you know, mm. and they're so well acted. Bruce Wayne. Yeah, well, you see, that's the thing. They're both just as important as each other. Yeah. That's where I think we. That's what, to me, how I'm now seeing it. Unless the story isn't like the absolute 100% the best, mm. it can enhance it in a way. Like, well, I can't really the vibe think of a movie can bring up the story, it yeah. can lift up the story. You know, that's you can I shoot felt- the best story you've ever seen on an iphone yeah. no one's gonna watch it no one's gonna watch it that's why all. i kind of enjoyed dr strange multiverse of madness because the vibe mm. of it was just like whoa i have not seen this before yeah yeah i mean uh, look i i see where you're coming from and i also still feel strongly about what i was saying but i do understand how the vibes of something can yeah. really take it to that next height mm. and because for me when you start to feel something that's yeah. when something is important because for me like i got get so absorbed in doing it like a pop of my airpods put it on apple mm. music for the dolby atmos yeah. version and just go like it's taking me it's ascending me to yep. this cl- nightclub in purgatory where some <laughs> mystical radio host is guiding me to a higher plane of existence yeah well that see that is a feeling that you can't get without those vibes i guess yeah but is vibe you know kind of your well it's in music it's kind of what you're feeling and it's your own yeah, thing cause... whereas in film it's visual so yeah. i feel like it's different in both aspects because for an audio vibe like if you want to feel like dirty or anything just mm. listen to danny brown yeah because across the exhibition oh yeah i just felt like it just did a lot of angel dust and i'm just like oh i feel sick yeah well cherry bomb for me is probably an album that makes me feel you know very strongly uh due to the you know you get a song like uh uh, effing young you know slash perfect and then you'll get a song like death camp or cherry bomb 
the song. Yeah. And it's just such an assault on your ears, mm. you know, and Death it makes you feel music things. is like, yeah. Is yeah. that so? They're the type of music to listen while banging someone's head against a toilet. Or weird analogy. Or I know. going for a run, or being at the gym. Like there's so many things that yeah. Another vibe sort of artist I like is the Prodigy. Yeah, Prodigy is really good. They are the perfect music to listen to, giving someone a king hit in a mosh pit. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. Don't do any of the things Duncan's saying. By the way, everyone. Yeah. Don't, don't do any I of have, these things. I like weird metaphors. But they are uh, they are raging, rager songs. That's like a mosh pit. You're doing a mosh pit. You're throwing someone in the middle and you're all just jumping on top of them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I do understand where you're coming from. That, at first, I felt very strongly. I was going to go in. I was going to feed you all of these things, but I understand. <laughs> I think it's different in every aspect, you know, film And for every and music, person as well. And each person, yeah, I 100% agree. But uh, I see where vibes can be really important. Because I can see a lot of vibes coming from Sam Levinson's next project on HBO, The Idol. Oh, yeah, I'm really excited with to watch The Weeknd because mm. it, it is looking like very similar to Euphoria where mm. it's like depraved vibes, but it is yeah. very unique from the from euphoria where it's i i don't know yeah well here's the thing just based off the trailers i feel as though stories that matter will always and stories that really resonate with people may always come on top if you think about breaking bad the aesthetic of breaking bad it's very like gorilla style shot show even though it's not definitely like there's so much handheld in that show yeah you know I, I've been rewatching it lately, and there's so much down. handheld footage, and you know the shaky cam, Woo! and it's welcome like, back everyone you know, to another episode of Screen that that Sound. Show. How are you doing? Looks so good. Like it's been far too long, mate. Far too long. It's just an indeed. We've just come back. You know, it's very. It's not like on a few things in between. Dream World introduce you. This is Duncan Town. This is my co-host of Screen Sound. If your vibe can accentuate the story properly, you will always succeed. What episode is this? Five. Five. If we have come so far, if your technicalities that you're putting into it, the Brand accentuate podcast the story screen and that sound. is perfect film. film and why i think you know, blade runner works so well is TV, that, that some you know vibe that you're saying accentuates that story yeah. there's tons of things we're talking about and sometimes and let's just go i will say the exception is more experimental films like slightly even the stuff quite a few big things yeah i mean yeah so it's like what's vibe experience i we knew that you're not really understanding it's true it's true but think about more yeah, I mean that was a to me was a, now, it's it's a week ago. Yeah, you know, so yeah, how I a week can make ago, people feel Ryan through Reynolds just images you know, and just, you know visuals, a little music that will story. Yeah, right? uh, I'm opening my phone. Which is why I'm project to me in the morning. So I went to see how we could do that with an hour when I wake up. I saw Dimple, so how would you say it's gone so far? Let's see what he's doing. It's good. I was just very confident in it. Uh, yeah. Very confident in my Ryan team. Reynolds but, you know, we'll get back to that. We'll probably have to do some interviews know what to do for Deadpool 3. Yeah. Later. Sitting there in his Deadpool film. suit. Yeah, I think I may have secured someone. Away. It oh, is yeah. uh, Ty Harada. Right Let's talk about that after the show. Hugh Jackman wants yeah. to talk to that. background. And he says, Hugh, do you want to come back and play Wolverine again? I've got a recommendation for you. Sure, I'm just going to move into this right now. Man, was that great. 
This is a show that I watched very, very quickly. Very, very short episodes. Yeah, probably one of my favorite shows that I've watched recently. We cannot hit those high notes. No, it's great. A show you may not. Hugh Jackman being definitely a great, probably I'd say, because of one of the people in it. Yeah, but the show is all released September 6, 2024. I think I've heard of it, yeah. Couple exactly. years. It's got Lionel in it. It's uh, a very so happy birthday for me. Did Lionel you realize? Voice? Yes, yeah, Lionel Boyce is a great day. The reason is because uh, September sixth. Oh, have you watched Shameless? I have yet. Six oh, slash okay. nine. Oh, uh, let, let me get up the cast very quickly. Sure you you keep doing your yeah. own thing. Yeah. Even though America like explain it while I'm looking it up. So, but Bear is about a kitchen. And it's about yeah, a chef, chef. and his brother has passed and away, and his brother <laughs> left. <laughs> you know, this I believe to the imagination to him, yeah, for yeah, him to run, but his brother You're never let stupid. him work there while he was alive. I have faith in you guys. I'm not yeah. going to spoil anything yeah. else about but the show, the but it's thing. about him trying to... The Last of Us trailer. His brother... All right, I'm so excited I'll just start at the baseline. So it's Jeremy Allen White. That's his name. In the show, his name's Khan, or Khan, they call him. So I like the grounded realistic this, aspect of it he like used to be obvious in the greatest there, fine especially dining in that restaurant when they're the going through the city and then he comes dip back and it's raining in this storm and the to Chicago just completely to work destroys right yeah you know it's just like a family restaurant that, they, they serve spaghetti like, and um, you know sandwiches like, all that sort of thing you know it looks like and a video when game. he was working on like caviar well, dishes and you know that's gonna be the dishes problem. that take like 10 hours to make and it's just CG you know and all that like that looks like a video game. where it's like the size yeah. of your, <laughs> the, your thumb and your, your index finger and it's actually shot you know? in camera so, you know yeah we're just we're he comes back and he's trying to my friend you know run this just like the atmosphere don't stop looking at the cast stop looking at the cast if you think look at it just watch it that's yeah, all I'm the rest of the trailer you know, is great. I loved the look, it's, the feel, the it's vibe, the very, it's just very well written show. It looks amazing. The know, music is great. The vibes of it are great. Uh, I know. The story I know it's is not finished, and but, uh, I just want to hear your opinions on what they showed us. It's just uh, yeah. in. because I think kind of looked if you a little put your mind to it, you'll be able to finish the show. It's like the episodes are like twenty to thirty minutes. Very short, with makeup. About eight episodes, like it looked practical. I want to hear your opinions on it next time because this is one of my favorite shows I've watched in quite some time. Well, I did see. My recommendations. Aspects I've got two. Yep. It's probably so the first one I've told you about. This bodies, 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 bodies. Uh, yes, but it is the, the a brilliant murder yeah, mystery like, comedy yes. horror but the, film. The rest of it. That sort of kind of did look a bit CG to me. Yeah, satirizes. I'm not a rich giant CG something's like great. I mean, a crap. But yeah, everyone has great work. She Hulk. Okay, and that has and has a pretty good cast, including Maria Bakalova, She Hulk, since Rachel Sennett, Megan Thee Stallion, Pete Davidson, and Lee Pace. And that that is just completely. I really loved it. There's no reason why I wasn't mad at it. I was like, okay, I get what you're doing. It's a really good theater experience. It's fun. Gotta love an A24 film. It's fun. I'm not mad about it. Oh, is it A24? Yeah. Okay, you know, now I'm more interested. I, I maybe the was hoping for something a Harley little Quinn different anime TV series, doing, but I actually have watched I mean, about one season yeah. of that. It's, so it's just, uh, it's to there. jump back into it's that, there. I'll tell I'm you my continue thoughts. I'm going to continue watching it. Yeah, I know Daredevil's in the new episode yeah. tonight. And I think today it's really funny. is well yeah, by night. really funny. Kite Man is really, amazing. Yeah, okay, so that I'm going to watch straight away. I've heard King Shark. stuff about it. Hilarious. Yeah, I'll be watching that tonight. Yeah, Shark is so good. Yeah, Alan Tudyk as Joker and Clayface. Spider-Man, he's very good composer. And the supporting cast as well. And who's in it? Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. Wow. Wayne Knight. Did you do the Planet of the Apes movies too? Seinfeld. 
Cole, yeah. Rahul Kohli. Yeah, because that makes yep. sense. Matt Jim Will Sasso, Wanda Sykes, Jacob Tremblay. It's amazing. trailer as well. Every single time I see a clip of it online, I watch it, even if I've not seen the episode. Because it's so fun. And I just want to dedicate myself to watching it. So thank you for recommending it. I've only seen around for this film. I'm not the first season or maybe just one season. They announced, so I was I've like, seen, right, I'm halfway through season two right at the moment. Okay, all right. I mean, I'll see if I can you catch up to you on well, you just continue forward. Time. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd say I one of my favorite characters, honestly, weary Batman because he's just what they're so going sick. to be doing. Yeah. Dead like, family series making yeah, one it, it, it is really amazing. Yeah, right. Either way, you're gonna have backlash. But this trailer proved to me that I was wrong. Both of the trailers, actually, because yeah, I saw both a of them, and the one, grand yeah. epic scale. It sounds quick, and it's Woo! just, oh, don't there's this thing that right. Marvel's <laughs> doing around right now. We'll add that to the list of things like, that Duncan should do. He's <laughs> your one thing that just falls out of his mouth. I say a lot of things that fall out of my mouth. Endgame yeah, for me. There we go. That's, yeah, that's one more. Let's add that one too. Duncan should not be allowed to TV. Shang-Chi. <laughs> this isn't TV. This is radio, man. It's podcasting, man. But I'm just saying in the future. Okay. I won't let you in. It was if I see you in a TV studio, I'll kick you out. I was like, yeah, I get enjoyment out of this. But it didn't feel like a film. Yep. Duncan, get out! Yeah, exactly right. Because it was way more Thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been... I wouldn't even say that. It's just like the grounded aspects of those stories. We'll be back in a fortnight. when he loses our For more screen sounding. That, for me, yeah, for more screen sounding, more hot takes, more debate, more juicy opinions. It's true. It's but true. that more, grounded uh, fanboying storytelling is what kind of reels back forever and always. I guess yeah, we are big fangirls. Yeah, sort of relates. Right. We're just well, losing a loved one. Yeah, and there's a lot of heart Bye. behind that Bye. film. As well.